Lace up your sneakers and zip into those swoots, because this episode we're collectively starting a whole new routine, and it's officially time to get out there and pound that sand. In ADHD Learning Corner, we're tramping our way into the wobbly world of ADHD routines. We're discussing why they're so hard for us to set and keep, why morning and nighttime routines are particularly difficult to stick to, and how you can slowly start building up neurodivergent-friendly routines that will still leave you the wiggle room to be your consistently inconsistent self. Starting a new routine is hard, but you have to be the jart you want to see in the world, as they say. So if you're tired of flying by the seat of your pants and approaching every single meal with a who could have possibly foreseen this attitude, it's time to come join us in setting small, reasonable goals for ourselves that, over many moons, may one day grow into a healthy human adult routine. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, If you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather. Weirds of a feather. Ah! Here we go. Here it is, back to school, kind of, but not for us. Almost not for us. We are not in school. It feels kind of weird to not start at the school year because, you know, we went to school for so long and I worked in a school for so long and it feels weird to not have the the year start in September. I'm all right with it. I kind of miss it. I kind of like the routine of it. You know, it's like- Good thing we have this episode where we're talking about routine. Oh, look at that transition that oh, I did again. on purpose. Did you really? No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I'm just that good. Yeah. I, I don't even need to try, and so I never do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about routines today. For- do you have them? Probably not. <laughs> if you're listening to this if podcast. If you're like us, then you don't. Yeah. <laughs> But and we should talk about them. Neither do we, but maybe together oh. we can join forces and have the routine power of one neurotypical brain. Oh, or at least a half. Yeah. <laughs> Our halves combined can make a half a neurotypical brain. That could be, I could, I would deal with that. Yeah, that I would, would take half great. a neurotypical I brain. Half a, I'd take a quarter. Oh my God. I get so many phone calls done. I take a few crumbs. Yeah. <laughs> How about just on Wednesdays? I make a doctor's appointment. Oh, or man. Or a dentist appointment. Man. Oh, think of to, it. I need to Clean see the teeth. optometrist. <sighs> oh, well, too bad it can never happen. <laughs> phone uh, calls are hard. I need to get comfy in this big chair. Uh, what you're hearing right now is <laughs> Grace adjusting herself in our new podloft furniture. Yay! Slowly but surely, we're having like a regular old studio. Yeah, podloft 2.0 is starting to come together. 2.0.3. Ooh. <laughs> yep, that checks out. We have two of the three felt curtains hung. Two felt curtains, curtains in, in our... Uh, Upstairs spare bedroom. <laughs> Ooh, perfect. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> yep. We got a rug down. 
we are actually sitting in chairs and not on the floor. The velveteen chairs. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, it's my chairs that I'm obsessed with, my uh, upholstered chairs. We look very fancy. Very distinguished. I feel fancy. I feel so fancy. I feel like I need like a a fancy whiskey that I won't drink. Yes. Yeah, I feel like I need a, I don't know, like a tweed suit. Ooh, with the patches on the elbow. Ooh, yes. Yeah, maybe a cigar. Yeah. Except that I don't like the stuff. I do not like this. Okay. Uh, yeah, is there a way to be fancy without like consuming vices you know yeah or while being comfortable that's mm. really my problem otherwise i'd be so fucking fancy. how do you be fancy but also in sweatpants you'd have to wear a, a swoop <laughs> a, sweat, <laughs> a sweatpants suit isn't that a thing do they have those yeah that might be but, a made-up uh, thing from a tv show uh, <laughs> or it might be real we're taking a poll are swoots real are swoots real have are, you heard of them yeah well, have you? If also send us the Amazon link if uh, if you have. God, what? now I'm trying to think where Swoots came from. Someone tell me where Swoots came from. Anyway. I don't know. Welcome, welcome to Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host Grace. I'm your host Kristen, and we're talking about routines. I had a warm up question. I almost feel warmed up. Yeah, I feel pretty warm. Okay, we've been chatting, but yeah. now. Now I kind of want to hear your warm-up question. Okay. Well, this one actually, I had two, but I'll just ask one because one's kind of like related to the topic. All right. What's your question? Okay. You're running out the door. Mm-hmm. You grab three things at all times. Mm-hmm. What are they? PKW, Funky's Wallet. You've messed up my question. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I've i always said phone, keys, phone, wallet. But then I just read keys, wallet, phone, and I was going to ask you, which one are you? But now you're phone. I'm phone, keys, wallet. I'm starting with phone. Uh, oh. It's because in Broad City, yeah. Lincoln says it to Alana because she for, she loses her keys to her apartment. Yeah. And he says, phone, keys, wallet, PKW, Alana. And that's. It's keys, like phone, wallet. PKW. No. I feel like flow key, as well. I, I, phone, I, keys, I disagree. I disagree. Keys, phone, wallet. KPW doesn't sound as good. It sounds like a stupid radio station. KPW. Welcome to KPW yeah. in the mornings. <laughs> with, with Jerry and the Ringer. I was going to say Jerry. We had a telepathic what connection. The fuck? <laughs> I was literally about to say DJ Jerry. D- <laughs> I like DJ Jerry way better. That was better. so weird. That was weird. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sorry. Now we don't have a resolution to my question. Well, I think... The resolution is that there is none and that it can really work in any order. The keys, wallet, phone really bothers me. Yeah, I don't like that one. And that I think it's wrong. because it's the, the uh, two-syllable word yes. in the middle. Yes. It doesn't flow. Yeah, it needs to end on the double, on the two-syllable. Yeah. All right, so there is a wrong answer and it's that one. Keys, yeah. wallet, phone. No, you're wrong. Phone, keys, wallet isn't bad. I like it. I like keys, phone, wallet, phone, keys, wallet. I think they both work. So Keys, wallet, phone. Not no. okay. Bye. Wallet, keys, phone. No. Wallet phone keys. Wallet phone keys. No, because then I'd be like, that sounds like someone's name. (laughs) Yeah. This is Sir Wallet phone keys. Yeah, it's like Penn Badgley. (laughs) His brother, wallet phone keys. (laughs) What is this? Okay. Uh, Should we get into our little Great warm up question, Kristen. Yeah, you're welcome. Opened up good dialogue there. Good discussion. Yep. Hard hitting facts. Yeah, you're welcome. What the loaf is all about. Oh, yeah. Look out for those hard hitting facts. Should we get into our little accomplishments? Yeah, I think we should. Yes. Let's do it. Little accomplishments, but big in our hearts. 
Okay, what did you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? What did you do? All right, I I don't well no. You know what? I am gonna give myself credit for this. Do it. Because I started a meal calendar, Ooh. which you saw downstairs on the kitchen wall. I was gonna say, well, I haven't actually like followed through on any of the meals yet because I just yeah, made but it you yesterday. started it. And I got a grocery order this morning. I got it delivered nice. because sometimes you got to use those accessibility resources. If you're having trouble, this is just a little side sidebar sidebar rant. If you're having trouble getting to the grocery store, which I have been, Ian and I have not gone grocery shopping for like almost three weeks now. And it's Whoa. the point where we're like scrounging on scraps, but we just cannot get it together to go to the grocery store. I fucking hate God. It t- it's like an all day thing for me. It just wipes me out. And it's so stressful. Yes. So once in a while, I do the grocery delivery, and it just is life-changing, and sometimes you just got to do it. So they I, just show, what, it's like DoorDash to your house or Yeah, something? they'll just drop it off. You can just put, you know, well, shoot. Out, out front drop-off, and then you don't even have to talk to the person. Usually we do pickup. Yeah, I'll usually do pickup, but once in a great while, I need a delivery, because I knew that you were coming this morning. I wanted to get some stuff done. I knew yeah. it would be too stressful and make it even harder to get the groceries, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to indulge a little bit, get a delivery. And I did finally. And I got the meals. I did a few easy meals on my schedule. I'm not doing the thing where I'm like, I'm going to make a five course meal every day and then like inevitably fail. Yep. I put things in that I know how to make and that I am good about making once I have the ingredients. And so I'm feeling hopeful for myself. Yeah. That I have a little meal calendar. So it's just, yeah. So like every day you're either making a meal or eating leftovers and you have that scheduled out. Yes. Nice. Because normally... We approach every single day as if there's no way that anyone could have possibly prepared us for this day. And how could we have known that meals were going to have to happen? And then we're like, wow, all flustered every single day as if like it's this new concept that you have to feed yourself three times a day. And we're just flying by the seat of our pants, both of us so flustered. And so I think just having it written out is going to be really helpful. I already feel a bit better. I think that's great. Slash, I might have to start doing that. Yeah. And I got one of those big ass calendars, like it's ginormous. Huge. Because my other problem is that would be the calendar would be too small, and I would feel like I can't get everything in there that I need to do, and then it just feels cramped and overwhelmed. I don't look at it, so I was like, I'm gonna get the biggest calendar I can possibly find, and I did. It's like a school size calendar. Yeah, it's ginormous. That's good though. Yeah, I'm excited. That's what I need. I'm excited for this journey. Thank you. And- Way to pick an accomplishment that very much ties to our topic. I know. Routine. I know. I'm really just crushing it with the routines. All right. What did you accomplish? I just did this like yes, right did. before we started, but I've been meaning to call the chimney guy because our chimney, we need a chimney sweep. I think you mean chimney. A ch- <laughs> <laughs> the ch- chimney. Kristen was saying chimney. Chimney. And I wish I hadn't said Chim- something chimney. about it because Chim- now chimney. she's saying chimney. I was just in a Mary Poppins vibe. I should just let you. Yeah. Say it the way that your heart intended. Yeah. Well, you you knew what I was trying to say, yeah, right? The yeah. the message was conveyed. I so got it. no need to correct. I agree. Um just let you go. But you did. So here we are. Sorry. Um I called, I finally, 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 it was like on my to-do list forever. The chimney guy. I had to call him so he can come and sweep my chimney. Ooh, wink, 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 wink. Oh, she called the chimney guy. Uh, and also possibly reline the chi- I didn't know chimneys had liners. Did you know that? Uh, like a I, panty well, liner, but for a chimney. Well, I don't know if they make that comparison. Uh, <laughs> I only knew that because Lily had to have the same thing for her fire for her chimney. That's anyway, the yeah. only way I know that. Don't know, but I called him and left a message. Hopefully I called the right number. 
yeah, here's hoping. Yep. But so. that's a big accomplishment, especially because that's a really boring task. I really hate making phone calls like that anyway. And, and then, then you're I was, calling about such a boring thing that like right. won't really affect we you. We have to like look at the calendar at each other's schedules. Ugh, I'm bored Because I have to be home for that, right? I can't just like say have at it. I think you could, but you'd have to have a way to let them in the house. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Called him. Waiting for a call back. No chimney sweepage has been scheduled yet, but I made the initial call, so I feel really good Ooh, about myself. You got the task going, and that's the hardest part. Yes. Good job. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, how how have your routines been lately? Uh, well, so you wanted to do this episode a little bit ago. Yeah. And I was like... And then I got denied. Well, because your I Your request has been denied. Yeah. I said, eh. No. <laughs> well, it was because you asked me like a month ago when we had just started moving and you were like about to start moving yeah. and I was just feeling so scattered. I felt so scattered I mean, for the last like two years, really. Yeah. But especially the summer with, you know, just everything happening all at once. So when you proposed the, when you proposed the routines episode, I was like, I have nothing even remotely close to any routine. Yeah. Uh, Same. So this is not going to go That's great for I me. That's why I wanted to do the episode so well, we could start I, getting into a routine. I felt like I wasn't even in enough of a routine to even be able to write the routines episode or That's like be fair. able to, con- you know, organize my thoughts. That's fair. Into the we're in a much episode. better place now. Yeah. And so like last week. Physically and mentally because we're in like a cute little pod loft. I know. I'm so proud of our little pod loft. Uh, last Wednesday, suddenly, I don't know if it's the uh, astrology or what, but suddenly I just like crushed it and had a great day and used my time cube Heck and like yeah. got work done in small chunks without you know drilling myself into the ground with sound editing and i was like oh huh that's what that feels like <laughs> and it felt really good for the first You're time real productive <laughs> i'm such a productive Sorry, mary i couldn't even get through it <laughs> i agree i am a productive mary <laughs> Yeah, so I am a productive Mary. That's me now. And it just felt really good. And that kind of gave me, it reinvigorated me to feel like maybe we should do the routine episode now. I love when you have like a really good day and you're like, yeah, I did like three things. Yes. I started and finished them. And now I have don't have to do those things anymore. Yeah, it felt great. And then the next day you're like, I'm not doing anything. Well, so that was what happened. Normally, I'll have, you know, like we always do. We start this new thing. We're all gung-ho about it. And we crush it maybe the first day. And then it starts to all fall apart because we want to keep that energy up. And we inevitably can't. But, okay, on Thursday, the day after my Productive Mary Day, it did kind of fall apart. But that was okay. And I was expecting that because I know how our brains work. And I know that, you know, one, like, hardcore day on the next day, I'm inevitably going to have less brain power. And I went into it knowing that and being gentle with myself. And instead of saying, oh, I I threw off my routine. I didn't get the second day in a row. I just said, you know what? Let's try again on Friday. And today we can just be easy with ourselves. And I did it. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of you for that. Thank you. Because that never happens. That never happens. I would always punish myself and be like, well, it's all ruined. I was able to do it one day. How come I can't do it twice in a row? Yes. Yeah. And I think we think of routine as needing to do it every single day. Otherwise, it's useless. And mm-hmm. that's really where we get caught up as ADHDers because that advice is not for us. And it makes us feel really bad about ourselves. And then it, it you know, throws the whole thing off. So yeah, this I- time I finally went into it knowing that and being gentle with myself on Thursday. And 
it was really, really helpful. And then the next day I was able to kind of get back in that productive Mary zone and it felt really good. Nice. Yeah. I think for me, I always end up comparing myself to my neurotypical colleagues. No, bad idea. Who are like, yeah, I wake up and I just get right out of bed and I go on my Peloton, which is like, ugh, <sighs> already, you know? And and then, you know, and then I, you know, hound pavement or whatever that saying <laughs> is. Hit the dirt or whatever. <laughs> hit, the, hit, the pa- hit, hit the ground the, running. <laughs> yeah, right. Pound that dirt into the <laughs> into pavement. the ground. <laughs> Pound that dirt into the ground. <laughs> Obviously, I should not be comparing myself to these You people. don't even know the expressions. <laughs> you can't even fake being a neurotypical. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm sorry. Okay. So every morning I wake up and I. <laughs> I'm just having a moment. That's <laughs> not even funny. I was trying to make a joke. I was gonna say every day I wake up and I bounce. <laughs> I think that's a joke, and I think it's really it's so, funny. It's so stupid. Well, okay, I'm, uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of it as a response to them saying that they wake up and they pound pavement. And you're yeah. like, oh yeah. Well, I wake up and I pound sand. So that's exactly how I feel. So, <laughs> oh my god. So, needless to say, it's, routines aren't really going well for us. Yeah, they're we're getting there. We're uh. Yeah, I just think it's the less that we compare ourselves to our neurotypical peers and the less we kind of use, try to use that punishment and that consistency as like the only way to do things, the more we can be gentle with ourselves and kind of build fun into our routines and make it so it's not miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still like trying to wipe all the mascara that's like running down my face. You really cracked yourself really, up on I that cry. one. <laughs> it's a joke no one thought funny. <laughs> I thought the, it was the funny. The listeners are going to be like, they're just cackling to themselves. Yeah, what are they <laughs> saying? I can't even understand her. She's like crying. This joke isn't for you, it's listeners. For, this is for us. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, but speaking of... Uh, hitting the dirt running and pounding sand speaking (laughs) Speaking of pounding pounding sand sand. (laughs) Uh, i will say that the other reason why i think i all of a sudden have been kind of a little successful with starting somewhat of a routine is that i i have a little trampoline i love my little trampoline i put it out in the yard wednesday actually was the first day i did this i've always wanted an outdoor trampoline because i just love a trampoline i know that they can look your trampoline just for the listeners at home it's just a one person trampoline. Personal pan trampoline. <laughs> personal pan pampoline. Personal pampoline. Pampoline. Yeah. And I've always wanted outdoor trampoline, even though they take up a ton of space and they can get, you know, junky and require maintenance, which I probably wouldn't actually I would do it because I care about this trampoline. But for until I can get a big one, I was like, what if I just brought my little guy out in the yard? And I did. And I had the fucking best time. Nice. I got my last podcast on the left going, blasting that about the Black Death in the yard, which nice. I'm sure my neighbors really love. And I was just kind of jumping around on the trampoline, looking up at the sky. And I was like, this is delightful. And I just had the nicest time. And I wasn't going into it with like, you need to do 25 minutes of this. You got to do leg kicks. And then, like, I, it wasn't any type of like exercise routine. It was just, I like to jump. 
jumping is a fun way to move my body. I like to be outside. What if I combined all that? And I did. And it felt really, really good. And I've been doing it every day since because it wasn't a punishment and it's not, I mean, it's definitely a workout. Like it is kind of hard after you get going, but it's very fun and I really like it and I'm keeping it fun. If there is a day that I don't want to do it, I'm going to let myself skip it because it's not a punishment. It's something that makes my body feel better and makes my brain feel better. And so I'm just trying to keep it very enjoyable and really avoid making that exercise a punishment because I like to do it in the morning, but if it's a bad thing I have to do, I'm going to avoid it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Nice. Well, I'm proud of you. Tramping my way into this routine. (laughs) So... I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we're talking about routines this episode. (laughs) Thank God you said that. Yeah, I just want to clarify. Yeah. Routines can be hard, especially for people with ADHD. We lack the executive function it takes to start a routine and our weakened dopamine reward pathway makes it difficult to see the long-term results a routine will accomplish. However, in studies with children, which totally could be applied to adults, solid routines have been shown to improve symptoms of ADHD and... As the study put it, quote, increased productivity, which I have an issue with, but we'll move on. Okay. Because we don't have time for that. Can't do the capitalism rant right, <laughs> right. now. <laughs> I just, mm, I'm going to, I'm going to just sidestep. Here we productivity go. is not our only value in this world. Right. Okay. Thank you. All that said. Okay. Let's move on. I have a quote from MarlaCummins.com. That's a real site. She's an ADHD coach. We're just going to move past that as well. Just make sure you get that S in there, Marla Cummins. Make yeah. sure it's not Marla Cummins. That's a different yeah, site. That's a different site. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make that mistake. Marla. It's <laughs> a lot of Marla. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was trying to move. We're moving past it. No, I moved into it. <laughs> per her website. It says, like many ADHD adults, when considering your challenges with adopting habits, you may tell yourself. I just need to get motivated. That is, you think you either have the mojo to adopt the habit or you don't. And if you don't, well, then it's just not going to happen. And that's so with people with ADHD, we don't have that motivation. We don't have the executive function. We don't have the dopamine reward pathway that neurotypicals do. So when neurotypicals are like, you just got to sit down and grind it out. That's just not how our brains work. So that's how routines can be super duper difficult for us. Mm. I have a lot of difficulty with routine, but once I have that routine down, I I can't break it. Like once it's in there, it's locked in. Mm. Um or else it upsets me. And I have an example which you made fun of me for. Yep, and I'm going to make fun of you for it. Now. I know. <laughs> so, for example, I have a skincare regimen in the morning and I have one at night. Um they are different, but they are equally important. And if I skip any part of the routine, it will bother me for the rest of the day. For example, my jart face. Yeah, <laughs> jart face. I love my jart face cream and <laughs> and now I use it every day in the morning because it helps with the redness and it's a sunscreen so it protects your skin. Makes me look nice. Your jart face through and through. It's through and through, non-sponsored. But we could be Jart. We could be. They won't. Reach out to okay. us, Jart. <laughs> and then, so like, let's say I go a day and I f- skip my Jart face. <laughs> I get really upset. And I notice it throughout the day. It will like repeatedly remind me. Be like, like a little tiny voice will say, you skipped your Jart. <laughs> and I'll be like, fuck. When I try to start a new routine, my my usual MO is I like go super hard in the beginning, burn out really quick, and then stop it entirely. Yep. 
That's what I do. That's what I'm known for. And we like set ourselves up for that. Yeah. We're like, I'm going to be a brand new person yep. and do this in t- like whole big, super intricate routine. Today's the day my life changed. An I'm just yeah. going to get that motivation. I'm going to do this every fucking day. And then we're like, well, and then we prove to ourselves that we can't keep a routine. We're like, well, I knew it. I knew I wouldn't be able to keep now this I'm up. Now I'm a failure. I'll never do this again As ever. opposed to like, what I want to add as a new routine is like, put on this face cream every day and that's it. And then like, you can do that for the most part. And you can be a jart face, you just can, like me. You have to believe in yourself. <laughs> yeah, you have to you believe in be the jart. jart. <laughs> yeah. See the jart, be the jart. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for the past three to four months, I've been very much off with a routine. I don't think I've had any routine at all between like going on house hunting and then actually buying and now moving in. That whole process is absolutely terrible. And it really kind of threw me off my game. And now that we're finally moved in, Christopher and I, we had had like a little discussion about this. We had a little meeting, meeting of the minds. We're going to try and get back into a semi-normal routine because we know that routine is not we are people of no routine but if we have a little bit of routine i think we both would benefit we are people who would benefit from routine same and and little things that we're trying to work on are eating on time for dinner what's on time on time is not 9 30 at night yes i would agree with that you try to go to bed at 10 yeah that's Um, not conducive the thing is, is it takes us a long time to cook. Us. It takes Christopher a long time to cook because I am the dishwasher. Yes. And we have gotten into this habit, bad habit of starting to cook when we feel hungry. Because mm. we're like, why would we, you know, want to eat when we're not hungry? Well, because now at 930 at night, you're like ravenous and you're angry at each other. That's why. Yeah, it's so, the whole thing of like, oh, who could have possibly seen this coming that yeah. we would have to eat dinner? <laughs> right. <laughs> We've worked all day. <laughs> so I we're can't trying believe to, this is happening again. Right. So we're like setting a goal. of, And, and we are not, yeah, we're both kind of, we're trying to set this goal of eating around like seven-ish. So that mm-hmm. means we have to prep, you know, starting at like six-ish, you know, and like trying to like figure out that executive function, that planning that it takes to like, okay, if it takes us about an hour to cook each night, we should start prepping by this time mm. on yeah, a th- cook night. I think it would be better to have a start time than like a eat time because of exactly what you said, where it's hard to predict like how long it'll take. And with that, with that stuff, I'm always like, I can bang that out in like 20 minutes. You know, I do the thing where I, I get it closer yeah. and closer to the time. I guess maybe we should have a meal Start time. Yes. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Okay. I think the start. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it's like when they tell you that your doctor's appointment is at 930, but get here 15 minutes early. Okay, then tell me my appointment's at 915. Yeah. You know what? Don't Ever tell since me to get here 15 minutes early. Just say it's 915. We have had that discussion. And now uh, our office, we are switching to telling everybody their appointment time is 15 minutes earlier than their actual. It's a script. great idea. Uh, it's ga- It's a game changer and it totally works. Except the only thing I'm thinking is, are there any neurotypicals that, that get pissed about it? Because apparently some neurotypicals consider on time to legitimately be like a half an hour early to things. Like they think it's rude if you're not early to things, which is upsetting. in any other office, sometimes we tell you up front being like your appointment's at this time, but we want you to be here 15 minutes early. So we're going to write down your mm. arrival time. Yeah, that's perfect. That's what they usually say. Some of my patients, I tell, I know... They're going to come consistently a half hour late. So I just say, 
get here at 930 when their appointment's at 10 because then they get there at 10 and everybody's okay. That's great. I Uh, want people to lie to me about times. Yeah. I almost feel bad about it, but then I don't. Why? Every once in a while they show up at 930 and I'm like, damn. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) They're like, I made sure to get here. And you're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only problem. But I feel like it probably does more good than harm. Yeah. I approve of that. Another thing we're trying to aim on to get back into routine is we really want to like plan out our meals. So we're trying kind of like you with your meal prep. So going to the grocery store once a week, writing a list or doing the delivery, which is pickup delivery, which is probably what we're going to do. But instead of like, oh, I want to make this meal tonight. So let me go and get all the special ingredients, even though we have most of them at home and now we have double ingredients. Mm. See, my struggle is the opposite of that, where Ian and I try to cut down on grocery shopping so much because we both hate it. So then we'll go and we'll try to get stuff for like two or three weeks, which is so much planning and it's obviously doesn't work. Once a week. And then it becomes really overwhelming the next time we have to do it. Once a week, plan like three big meals. Yes. Cook extra. That's exactly what we're trying to do. Yep. Once a week feels manageable. Mm -hmm. And then my big, 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 big things is going to bed on time. Yep. I got a lot of issues with that. Yes, you do. And so maybe do, exercise. So does Ian. Yeah. Do you fall asleep on the couch? Like, will you be falling asleep every on the fucking couch? night? So every does fucking Ian. night. Every night. I just, it's so, you're like, it's like, I've eaten dinner. I'm so relaxed. I'm cozy. My thing is, I'm the asleep. second I start feeling sleepy, I'm like, all right, it's time to go up into bed. Like, I would never close my eyes watching TV because I know it's all done. I know I'm done for. So my thing is, if I start Every to feel time. sleepy, for some reason, I just have always been in this habit of I never fall asleep in front well, of the Well, you've got to have routine down. You've got to have it yeah, down. Yeah, I guess I do have that you one. You have that habit. I don't have I a don't lot have of the that others. Habit. Yeah, I... that's, so, that's funny that you and Ian both do it. And then he wakes up at like 1 a.m. on the couch oh and my then God. he's like, oh, my body hurts. I'm like, yeah, because yeah, you That used to happen to me all the time. And then Christopher moved in and now he wakes me up and he's like, you need to go to bed. I and try then to he wake falls e- on the couch. <laughs> I, <laughs> I try to wake Ian up and he's not having it. So now I just don't. <laughs> I'm like, I try to wake you up. I do all this work. And then you. I think you're right behind me. Sometimes he'll even sit up. And I'm like, okay, he's coming. And I'll go to bed. And then he never comes upstairs. He just tipped back over and fell asleep right. back on the you couch. You know what? Christopher yells at me so much for, not yells at me, but. It, it I was going to say, I can't makes, imagine Christopher no, he yelling at He you. never yells. He... Makes fun of me so much for being able to fall asleep anywhere. Yes. And everywhere. Yes. Like, we can never watch movies together because I'll instantly fall asleep. So he watches it by himself first <laughs> and then we'll watch it together because he knows I'm, he knows that I'm going to have to ask him questions to catch up when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good that's strategy. strategy. He, he's, he's so caring. But then he falls asleep every he's fallen asleep at his computer chair i've woken him up what? at four in the morning of him with like the mouse on and like his world of warcraft see and i don't understand that right. one at all because uh, you're actively he, doing here's something. one that's worse falling asleep on the toilet <laughs> what <laughs> he did uh, is this was after a couple of beverages okay I was gonna um say. but also falling asleep right on the toilet Wow, that's that's a feat of strength. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh my back, my butt." And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> probably not comfy, huh?" <laughs> that's uh, why we get to invest in a padded toilet seat. Yeah, <laughs> the so cushion his naps will be more comfortable, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I have a really hard time with that's the the sleep schedule is the hardest thing because I think right now I'm in the habit of the second I get home I just want to sleep and mm. then I wake up and I cook and then I'm up till like midnight. Mm. not great yeah you just gotta push through that first it's so hard 
Yeah, much easier said than done. Mm-hmm. What difficulties do you have with routine? Oh, all of them. Yeah? Except the bedtime one. I'm pretty good about that. Uh, I'm jealous. But my big thing with routine, because I'm not really in a good routine right now, and I feel like I've never really had a good routine when it comes to like s- more self-care things, like washing my face, doing face lotion, doing, I don't know, hair, getting ready or whatever. I've just never started any type of good routine for that. Well, here's the thing. You have beautiful skin. Well, thank you. It's beautiful. I you need don't need it. I remember. I do need lotion. You don't even. You've got. Well, I mean, I would say keep doing what you're doing right now. Occasional lotion. Um, <laughs> occasional lotion. <laughs> I am very bad with washing my face. I will say that because but I you don't, don't need to because you have beautiful, beautiful skin. I do need to. Everyone needs to you wash have their like face. One tiny little pore that you can't see. Okay. You're I would love. Oh my god! I would love to make a sick a, a, a skin suit out of you. <laughs> Thank. You? You're welcome. I would wear your face like white when he has that. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, Hannibal Lecter style, yes, and he wears it. the face, and then I could be you. It's we, the ultimate compliment. We can talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe you can take my face off before I'm flung into the ocean when I die. If I was a skin suit, I think I'd be like a spandex skin suit because my skin is so stretchy. Yeah, you'd be nice yeah. and comfy. You'd be like one of those yoga stretch suits where you can put it like, on and then like, yeah. get the resistance feeling against yeah. it, like a big beanbag chair. You would really You'd be like a luxury leather. We could fit a few people into you probably. You know? Yeah, because it's so stretchy. You're so stretchy. Yeah. Make a big balloon. All right. Um, anyway. <laughs> tell me but, about your routine. Okay. <laughs> well, I should be washing my face more, but the reason I avoid it is because I'm a very messy face washer, which shit, that's one of my quirks. Forget you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> but I just don't like the mess of it. It's waters everywhere. I'm soaked. I don't know how to get better at it. And so I'm I just avoid it. Um, and also, how, with, do you, how are you washing your face? Like the Olay I do commercial? like the throw. Yeah, I do that too. Maybe you just need a deeper sink. I think my hands maybe aren't cupped enough. Maybe they're too wide. It's more of a what if you wall just use a of water cloth. rather than like a whoop. I don't know, face cloth feels weird. I don't know. I don't. I've never. I would never think to wash my face with a face cloth. Um, that's, what, that's what it's in the name. It's a face cloth. No, I don't think it's for that. I don't think so. <laughs> it's it's like it's in the. It's in the name. All right. Um, <laughs> so the thing with routines is I feel very overwhelmed with like everything I want to do because I want to have a routine for everything. I want right. to have like, you know, a meditation and journaling routine. I want to have like a self-care skincare routine. I want to have an exercise routine. And I just feel like there's so much that I want to do. And it feels really overwhelming. So I just don't do anything pretty much, you know? That's fair. I need to work on that. Just building little things instead of trying to do everything. My big problem with building a routine other than it feels overwhelming and so I don't do anything is I don't trust myself to follow through on any plans to build a routine. It's that whole thing that you were talking about where we just try to do way too much, we inevitably fail, and then that just reinforces this idea that we can't ever keep a routine. Yeah. And so I just like, for the last few months especially, I've been like, what's the point? I'm not even going to try. Right. And I just feel frazzled every day. So I'm actually working on telling myself as positive affirmations instead of trying to like manifest money or manifest whatever. I'm trying to manifest those organizational skills. You know, I'm working on telling myself I am organized. I am capable of keeping a healthy schedule. I trust myself to do what needs to get done. Hey, I like that. If I say it in that fun chanting voice. I do like the fun chant. It makes it 10 times more fun. I legitimately sometimes chant that. In, in that voice at myself in the mirror. Ian's just like, oh my God. <laughs> what is she doing up there? No, he's used to it by now. He knows what he married. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I do legitimately feel like that is helping me a bit instead of just reinforcing this idea that I'm so disorganized, I'll never be able to get it together, blah, blah, blah. 
why not tell myself that I can do this? I can build a routine um, and kind of just trying to flip flip that around a little bit. Uh, I like that. Thank you. I like you. I also really struggle with consistency of meals, keeping myself fed, planning out my food ahead of time. It really just like makes my day so much better, so much easier, especially because I struggle to have an appetite because I'm on Vivans. And so lunchtime comes around. I don't really feel hungry, but I know I need to eat. Nothing sounds good to me. And then I'm kind of just like a ghoul woman around the house, just getting hungrier and hungrier and more and more tired. But I can't find anything to eat. I hate that. Yeah. And I'm just getting fussy. And the less, then I have less energy to find the food. You're like, Ugh. why am I so angry? Yes. Yes. I hate everything. And then I have a snack. I'm like, oh, it was just that. So I feel like planning out what I'm going to eat, even for lunch that day, out of the meals that I know I can get myself to eat that alone I think will be really helpful if I can get myself in that routine and then like I said I also do the thing where I let tasks build up until they're really overwhelming like letting grocery shopping build up until now I need now I'm trying to get two and a half weeks worth of groceries or now I have Mm. you know five loads of laundry to do and then it seems really miserable to do this giant task because it's huge and then I finally do it it was so miserable and now I'm like finally it's done I don't have to do that again for a while and then the cycle repeats so instead of just like making it a more, you know, weekly thing or whatever, so it's every time is a little easier, I do the unhealthy thing of trying to get it all done at once and then not having to do it again for a long time. And that just keeps me in that really unhealthy cycle. Yep. And then the other thing, the only other, not the only other thing I have trouble with, but the other big thing I have trouble with is the exercising in the morning because it's the whole rigmarole. You know, you got to get yourself to do the exercise, then you got to shower, then you got to change, then you got to get ready. It just feels like so much work on top of work. That's like, that's like three hours worth of stuff. Yeah. I I wake up, I wake up, I got to be at work at 630. There is no way. I would have to wake up at like three in the morning in order to do a whole thing. I know. I don't understand how people like go to the gym before work. Right. That is like a four hour task. I I work with a uh, cardiologist who does that. But that being said, he doesn't get into like 830. I'm like, okay, well, I've been here for two hours. Well, when you're a cardiologist, I guess you can do that. Well, Well, okay. Now that I'm saying that, I bet another problem with me exercising in the morning, now it's better because I don't have to go into an office so I can be more lax with my routine. But I bet it was the thing where when I go to the gym, I have to do two hours worth of a workout. So of course you can't fit that in in a morning reasonably. So then it seems like this whole big thing to get yourself to go to the gym as opposed to like some people probably go to the gym and do like a half an hour. Probably. Which is crazy to me, yeah. but it's probably easier to go more frequently. Huh. Isn't that interesting? I'm glad we're just figuring this out right now. Yeah. It's one of those things that's kind of just common sense probably to other people. Yeah. The thing with exercising, yeah, it's not just the workout. It's the showering. It's mm. the stretching. You know. It's a lot. I have curly hair. And for curly hair girls, if you're doing like a curly hair routine, you have to like plan out when you do your wash days. That's like a whole. So now I have to plan when I was like right now, I'm like pretty much bun in it every day. But when I was really into like doing curly hair thing, which we could do that for a hobby collector one day. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good yeah, one, actually. That'd be good. I need help with my hair. But when I was like really into curly, wavy hair, I would plan. I, I would have so much anxiety trying to plan out when my wash days are and what workouts I would do oh, on God. what days. Oh, because it was like. If I'm just lifting, I don't really sweat that much in my head and I could get by 
But if I'm doing a cardi- cardio exercise or a really heavy exercise, I'm going to be sweating a lot. So mm-hmm. not only am I going to do this big, long exercise, but now I'm going to have to do this big, long wash day. And it's a whole big thing. Yeah. And then it just makes it like miserable and you avoid yeah. that. Also, real quick interjection. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I do just want to throw it out there that it's like a studied thing that neurodivergent people have a really hard time with like keeping ourselves clean. Like I know there's a lot of shame around our like self-hygiene habits and, you know, showering consistently, washing your hair consistently, you know, getting yourself ready, doing your hair and makeup or whatever. Uh, I know a lot of people feel shame around not being able to even like get themselves to shower consistently and just know that that is like a straight up studied thing that we do have a really hard time with it. So it's not just you. For years and years, I was very, I would go to the gym a lot, like almost every single day. It was too much. And I would, I'm a sweaty boy. I've already said that. And so I would get really sweaty and then I would shower every day because I just had to. And I was like, oh, well, I just, I'm good at showering. But now that I do not go to the gym every day. I'm like, oh, I'm actually really bad at showering. Like I haven't showered for four days. And if I don't have that workout reminding me to shower, the days will just kind of fly by and I'll be totally unaware of it. So especially I would say working from home the other day, you know what I had to have Christopher bring me in? Deodorant. Uh, It was a really hot day. And mm. guess who was in the OR all day and forgot to wear deodorant. You need some hospital deodorant. I know. I got to get a little mini deodorant for my locker. Yeah, for emergencies. Emergency deodorant. Oh, do you have a little picture of Christopher in your locker? I don't. But you you know what? You gave me that sticker that says, eat the rich. Yeah. I kind of want to put it in my locker. But I don't know if it's appropriate. But if it's on the inside. It's always appropriate. That's what I said. Yeah. I got to put it in there. Yeah. Anyway. All right. It sounds like we, you and I have a lot of similarities. So exercise, meal prep, self-care, self-care. Yes. All of All the things that you have to do as a human. I think sometimes when you're trying to start a new routine, a new thing, morning routines and nighttime routines seem to be the hardest. And I wanted to touch upon those a little bit further. All right. Touch them. All right. Let's touch them. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start touching them. Um, Morning routine difficulties so uh, this has also been studied do i have the study no but it's been said adhders don't really do well in the morning just trust us on it trust me maybe some do and if you're a morning person with adhd write us in i'd love to pick your brain yeah actually that would be very that would be a good poll yeah. for adhders are you a morning person or a night owl yeah because isn't it like most adhd people are night people well, because we have that delayed sleep response, right? often it kind of works out where we get this like weird burst of energy at like 11 p.m. That's which, me every night. Yeah, I do as well, but I have to get myself to go to bed before I hit that energy burst. Mm. So we don't do well in the morning. Like we kind of brushed upon, there's a high incidence of sleeping disorders with ADHDers. And also if you're someone who takes medication, that can take a while to t- kick in. Yep. I am often late to work. Every day uh, because I have a really hard time getting myself out the door. Mm. The other day, I just stared out the window for a while and then I realized I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? I, well, I was I was just like looking in the backyard. Yeah, like super dissociating. And then I was like, I got to go. I got to leave. <laughs> so from my research, my little internet research, this is I've found some helpful tips on how to get yourself out the door in the morning and how to have a good routine. For an ADHD or not for if you read this like neurotypical bullshit of like 
wake up extra early and stretch and journal and just sit there for a little bit. How about that whole five to nine before your nine to five trend on TikTok? I'm sorry, what? Yes, five to nine, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. What are you doing in that time? All that shit that you just said, all that neurotypical bullshit of journaling and stretching. by like 7 p.m.? Is that the issue? Well, okay, that's probably another thing is that we need more sleep than neurotypicals and they can function on less sleep than right. we can. If I don't sleep well or I don't sleep enough, my day is done. I, that ruins my whole day. They can just like probably get a quick And I'm so quick sick six of this half. like, I only need four hours of sleep a night. It's not I'm a brag. Sorry. Not a brag. You're a robot. Anyway, so here are my helpful tips that I found on the internet. <laughs> Most of these are from Attitude Magazine, and I would check it. They have like a whole like 12-page PDF on routine. It's pretty interesting. Seems long for people who have ADHD. Uh, you know what? Seems like a lot of tips. A lot of it was references, so okay. worth the read. Okay. If I can read it, so can you. Um, Very true. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> if Kristen can read it, so can you. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Okay. Set multiple alarms. I do this. I highly recommend it. If I don't set at least four, I'm not getting out of bed. Uh, you can also get these, what Attitude Magazine calls an ADHD approved alarm clock that like forces you to get out of bed there's one that like runs around your bedroom and you have to get up and chase it what and then there's one i think you've talked about this before it like vibrates your mattress so you have to get out of bed yeah that's right to shut it off Mm. super cool the other thing they recommended is set like multiple like five-ish minute timers to help you with time blindness or like set an alarm like it should take 15 minutes to do makeup I'm setting an alarm for 15 minutes. At 15 minutes, I know I need to like wrap it up and get moving to the next task. Mm -hmm. If you remember, this also takes a lot of executive function. Pack your lunch or pick out your clothes the night before. That will really help you in the morning. When I worked in a school, I really struggled with packing my lunch in the mornings. And Mm -hmm. once in a while, I would make it the night before and I would be like, this is the best thing ever. It is such a- I was so grateful to myself for doing it for me the night before. I do breakfast and lunch and it's, I've gotten into the routine for breakfast because if I don't, I don't like to eat breakfast in the morning, I bring it and I eat it around nine while I'm at work. Mm. That's a good routine to take care of yourself. There you go. Lunches are hard. And we were doing this thing where Christopher would do the lunches and I would do the breakfasts and that was doing well. But now he's coming. It's we're out of routine. All right. We'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah. I saw a TikTok that talked about doing something every day for your future self. And I mm-hmm. thought that was a really sweet piece of advice because that is something that, you know, it's going to be easier to make your lunch or make your breakfast the night before than it is that morning. Yeah. And that's a really nice thing that you can do for yourself. I feel like you wrote this one. Build something fun into your routine or have something fun to look forward to in the morning. Yes. Yeah. Because I feel like mornings are very miserable for people and Mm -hmm. it mostly just involves getting ready for work. That's not motivating at all for the ADHD brain. Listen to a fun podcast. Yeah. Like this podcast. Oh my God. Are you listening to us in the morning right Uh, now? Are you you brushing your teeth? Are you packing a lunch? Did you do it the night before? Yeah, I think it's really important to build something fun into your routine, like a fun podcast or even like a fun show. Pull out your laptop. I used to do that in grad school because I would have a really hard time getting going in the morning Mm because my whole day was just packed with stuff I didn't want to do. So getting myself going in the morning was like, oh, what, I'm going to work hard to get to school on time and then be in class for fucking seven hours. Like, ugh. So I would get my laptop out and have a show going that I would could kind of halfway watch, like, you know, a Seinfeld or Sex and the City or whatever. Parks and Rec. 
if the TV comes on, there's no way. Oh, see, I'm get good at like door. half. I'll like half watch things no, while I'm getting ready. I'll just ready. stand in front of it and I'll just zone out completely. Okay. Well, if you have trouble with TV, don't do that. But if it's a motivator, if you're if you can go in and out of a show like I can and kind of half watch it, then I would say that. Otherwise, try out a podcast. But whatever you do, do not open TikTok. This is not a time for TikTok. Not a time for TikTok. TikTok will totally derail you completely. Made that mistake. Yeah. I'm trying to stay off my screen for the first hour of my day. Sometimes I'll listen to my podcast and play my Candy Crush while I wake up because sometimes I need something to do with my hands. Otherwise, I'll just totally, you know, turn on the TV or whatever. Right. So I try to meet myself halfway and let myself play a little uh, Candy Crush when I'm sitting. But yeah, I say make it fun. Oh, the other piece of advice is create two routines one for low energy days and one for high energy days. Ooh, which I like I, this idea. I love that idea because on those low energy days, there's still things that we have to get done that will kind of make us feel like a basic functioning human. There's always going to be stuff that we, we like have to do on those low energy days. But if you're trying to do your high energy routine on that day, it's all going to fall apart. You're going to feel really bad about yourself. It's going to feel exhausting as opposed to like saving that for the days where you do have that energy and then giving yourself that break, having just the very basics built into that low energy day of, okay, what are the basic things I have to get done to feel good enough to function today and then you know and have those two days look a little different i like that advice i like that too i like that because i think with my job because i relate everything to me yep you don't quite know what you're gonna get you could go in and be like oh there's not a lot going on today and then all of a sudden you have you know an emergency or an extra person to see in the office or something goes wrong and it's stressful or sometimes you're just like, wow, what a really boring day. I need to do something. So it, it's it's nice to have a backup routine because if you plan to do this big workout, but then you have like an absolute total miserable, awful day, you're probably not going to have all that energy to do that workout. Exactly. And then I think that'll keep the resentment out of your routines yeah. because you'll feel better about even on the low energy days. Okay, you're able to accomplish your low energy routine and that's an accomplishment yeah. as opposed to like halfway being able to do your you know big high energy routine day yeah so fastbrain.com kind of summed it up i think especially for the mornings where it's uh, for me at least i have such a hard time just like getting it once i'm out the door we're good to go but it's like getting out the door is so so difficult hmm. it says in short your morning plan should look like this get up at the same time avoid distractions eat exercise and go easier said than done fastbrain.com right. but I, I i think it's like the ideally ideally yes yes minus the exercise i'm not exercising in the morning there's nothing you can do i have done it a couple times it is great but it will suck the life out of you yeah and i feel like you're already trying to do so much in the morning that you don't need to add not for me no um i do want to add a little input to that quote because i always have to add a little input uh just like you have to relate your things i relate everything to me and you always have your input (laughs) yeah that's so us Uh, (laughs) Okay, so for people who don't have to be somewhere, like you have to be at the hospital at 6 every day, so it makes sense that you would try to wake up. 6.30. Okay, sorry. But it makes sense that you would want to, you know, more or less be able to wake up at that same time every day and get into that really good routine. But I will say for people who don't have to be somewhere exactly at this time, like for me, my days are kind of unstructured because I'm working from home. Right. 
And so if I try to do the thing where I, you know, wake up at 7 a.m. every single morning and then I try to say that by 8 a.m. I'll do this and then by 9 I'll do that. If I, you know, want to sleep in a little bit or I wasn't able to sleep the night before and I sleep in a little bit or I wake up at a different time, if I try to hit those like solid time milestones, I inevitably miss them and then I feel like my whole day kind of falls apart where I'm like, oh, well, fuck, everything is pushed back. But what I found is really helpful is instead of trying to start something at 8 a.m. and then do the next thing at 9 a.m., whenever I start it, start it, do it for an hour, you know? So some days I wake up at 7, some days I wake up at 6. Instead of trying to have that set start time, I just say, okay, I'll take my meds and then I get an hour to wake up and get to do whatever I want to do. So I'm giving my, I'm setting the timer for an hour, but when I set that timer it can kind of fluctuate. So that still allows me to feel successful. And like, I still get this time to myself to wake up and I didn't miss it because I slept in for a half an hour or whatever. So yeah, if you have the flexibility in your schedule, you can also try that where you're doing it kind of by chunks of time without having like a set start time. If that makes sense. That does make sense. That's pretty fair. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of nice. And then I saw another good tidbit of course, also on TikTok, of daily consistency. And instead of thinking of it kind of like a neurotypical where you have to do it every single day, and if you miss a day, now you've thrown off the routine, think of it like a fundraising thermometer where the days that you do have a really great day where you did your routine and you stuck with it, you get to add to the thermometer and yay, the red goes up or whatever. But missing a day, you know, that doesn't matter. The missed days don't really matter. You're just trying to get as many good ones as you can. So I think that way of thinking about the consistency is also really good for our brains because we do the thing where, oh, I missed one day and now this whole thing is falling apart. Right. What's the point? I should just give up. Right. You like really get off your routine and you're like, well, fuck routines. Yeah. And then I never want to do a routine again. And you get really downtrodden on yourself. I think that's that's a really great way of phrasing it. Is, yeah. A fundraiser. Thermometer. Yeah. Then you get to see it grow on the days where you did do it. And there's no punishment for the days that you just, you know, couldn't get it together. Because we're always going to have those days. Yep. And the sooner we accept it, the easier it'll be. Yep. All right. We got the mornings down. Kind of. Kind of. Let's talk about nighttime. Let's do it. Have you ever tried? Do you do the sleepy time tea? Uh, I do not do the sleepy time tea. I do take melatonin, though, and I think I am have a problem with it, maybe. Do you take it consistently? Yes. At the same time every night? Not at the same time, but mm. at the same part of my routine, like as I get in bed. You should take it at the same time every night. Why? Because it's hormonal. Oh, that would require me to take it at the same time every night. Yeah, just like birth control. Well, that's why I got the thing put in my arm, because right. I don't want to have to remember to do it at the same right. time every day. Well... I, pre- I pretty much do take it at the same time, you know, give or take like an hour. It made me really sleepy in the morning. I used to take it a lot. And then I was like, why am I so tired in the morning? And then so I stopped. Oh. But it could be because I just don't sleep well. Anyway, lots of people with ADHD have sleeping disorders. One of the biggies, I myself struggle with this quite a bit, is called revenge bedtime. where Reven- you I believe it's revenge bedtime procrastination. Okay, that one. Is like the official name. RBP. RBP. (laughs) Basically, you are trying to get like every ounce of every minute of every day. So you stay up way too late because you want to like suck the life from that day. And it's like you're resentful that you had to spend all day doing stuff you didn't want to do, like work and whatever. So then it's like, well, finally, I get this time to myself. I want to make this last as long as possible. Exactly. Exactly. And then you basically end up fucking yourself for the next day. That's my problem. Um... (laughs) ADHD for Smartass Women has a really great episode about this. I would highly, highly recommend 
listening to it. Yes. It's great. Same. Um, not just because I'm the producer of it. Not just because it, it's it's a very well done episode. Yeah. And it's very informational and it's 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 lovely. I've listened to it twice. But I've got tips. Give us those tips. Ready? Yep. Uh, go to bed at the same time about every night, even on the weekends. I have a really hard time with this. On the weekends, I'm like, I'm stay up to one. Fuck mm. it. Sleep until noon. Ian, you and Ian are so I similar. Know. Ian does that exact same thing where he's like, it's the weekend. I get to stay up. But yeah. then it's like, you're just staying up you for just, the sake of staying up. Right. And then you, yeah, sleep and in I the really next day. And I really do, when you wake up earlier on the weekends and you like have that like nice quiet time to yourself, it's nice. I love it. I do like it. I just have to try and do it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my thing is when I get into a routine where I am waking up earlier, I love it so much. And so I really try to like remind myself every morning when right. I am up that I like really love this. I'm trying to like really add that dopamine and positive reinforcement to how enjoyable it is. So then hopefully I'll be more likely to go to bed early. So I'm like, ooh, remember how good it feels to wake up and have right. that morning time. And also they say that like just the whole uh, the energy and the brain waves of like all the people around you are quiet in the morning because most people are still asleep. And so you're not getting as much like mental chatter if you believe in this, which you should, of other people's like thoughts Couldn't and brain you say the same thing and... for nighttime though? Yeah. Yeah, you could. And that's why people like staying up super late. So it's kind of, yeah. it's pretty much the same thing. Just do you choose to have that at, you know, 530 in the morning mm -hmm. or at you know, 2 a.m.? Very true. Yeah. And this is also like if you've ever looked up like good sleep hygiene, I highly recommend it. But that's like one of the first things you do when you have like a sleeping disorder or have difficulty sleeping is try to get your sleep hygiene in check. So that's going to bed at, at the same bedtime every night, avoiding screen time when it's close to bedtime, not eating or exercising close to bedtime, all those things. One thing I did add that was not part of sleep hygiene is allowing yourself time for nightly duties. Mm. This is big for me. I've timed myself. I watch the clock. Every single time I go to do all my nightly duties, it's like dishes, clean kitchen, you know, shower if I need to shower, face stuff, skincare, getting in bed, setting all my 15 alarms. It takes me one hour, mm. 60 minutes. Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> and every night I say this to myself like I can do this in 35 uh, that is my ultimate <laughs> like, right? problem for some reason I'm convinced this time I can bang this it out faster this time it's different <laughs> everything has changed right right uh, this time it's different everything's changed it's different it's not different it takes me a full 60 minutes just accept it and I need to just accept it and move on I'm the same way um but allow yourself to like take care of yourself so do the face washing if it bothers you to have dishes in the sink then do the dishes you know but yeah that's what, and then this looks like another one that you And then added. once again, I have added, make it fun <laughs> <laughs> because I always have to, but really the same thing as morning, you know, going to bed can also seem like a really boring task. You're doing it. So you have more energy to go to your job the next day. And like, who wants that? That doesn't sound fun. So try to build some enjoyable things into your bedtime routine as well. Like I, to get myself to start my bedtime routine, I go which someone, a listener said that this was helpful advice and that she used it and she liked it. So yay. Uh, I'm an ADHD influencer, but uh, I do the thing well, where I- listener was that? Why'd you have to call me out like that on the spot? <laughs> a really loyal well, one. Well, one of our favorites. in the Instagram You post. know who you are. 
But I do the thing where I transition myself from watching TV to listening to a podcast so that I'm off the screen and now I'm up and moving. I listen to it while I do my bedtime routine. And then once I'm in bed, I do some tapping or I do Wim Hof. I think I've talked about Wim Hof briefly. It's like a breathing exercise thing. That like sounds like work. another hobby collectors we could do. Yes, because I do want to talk about Wim Hof because I love it. And it's literally the only thing I've ever kept for this long consistently. And I'm proud of myself. Yeah. But doing Wim Hof makes me sleep so well. I feel like I need less sleep and I sleep really, really hard. And I wake up feeling great the next morning. It's truly like night and day, the difference that it makes when I do it before I go to bed. And sometimes I fall out of that routine. I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. I'll just do that tomorrow. And then I kind of stay in that bad cycle of being too tired, not doing it. And I feel like I just have to get myself to do it like once, do it one night. And it feels so good. And I feel so good in the morning. And I do the thing, the same thing where I try to really, really celebrate that I did it the night before, really play up how great I feel, how alert I feel, and really try to associate that dopamine with it. So then the next night when I go to bed, I'll remember how great it feels and I'll kind of keep that cycle. So doing stuff like that, when you get in bed, you know, you could have a book that you like to read. You could have, if you like to journal or whatever you like to do that doesn't involve screens, have that at bedtime. Make it, you know, enjoyable. Make it kind of a, a little bit of a pleasant routine. And I kind of got myself into that routine. And now I'm almost, I kind of am excited about bedtime because I'm like, oh, it feels so good. I love my Wim Hof. I feel like I'm kind of on top of it. I'm getting ready for the next day. And so I just feel like building, you know, instead of just trying to punish yourself into it and make it super, super structured, remember that the ADHD brain is motivated by fun. We're not motivated by uh, priority. And so just trying to make it, you know, as enjoyable as you possibly can. So trying to start a new routine or adding a little thing to your already started routine, the key is to start small and like impossibly small, like couldn't get any smaller baby, baby, baby step. And then once that is like locked in, so like, for example, if you're like, I want to floss more, we were talking about dentist appointments, try and floss like once a week. Mm. You get once a week for a couple weeks in a row, you're crushing it, add it twice to three times a week and then go from there. Start super small. That way the bar is so low that mm. it's really easy to go above and beyond. Like doing 15 seconds of a task or whatever, you know? Yeah. And as you're saying that, I realize that I think both of our both of our new routine tasks that we're going to try to do are too big. Oh, as really? I'm that, yeah. I think, well, you can say yours and then I, okay. I can well, say Well, so Grace and I had this idea. So now we're talking about routines. So we are each going to- <laughs> Now, finally, in the episode, we're going to yeah, talk we're about routines talking about <laughs> just now. <laughs> well, we've been talking about routines and we decided to each pick a an adjustment to our routines. And if you want to join on, us with this, get in on this with get us. Get in on it. Right in. Pick your own little adjustment to your routine. Right. Readsofeather at gmail.com. Write us in. We're going to pick a, something that we want to change to our own routine, and then we're going to check in in a couple episodes from now. Yep. Hopefully. See if we've done it. See if we've done it. Now, like, the pressure's on, Ugh. and now we have this element of shame if we didn't do it, so I'm Now excited. I'm not going to do it. That's not uh, motivating for me. We grew up in different societies. Shame is very motivating for me. <laughs> shame is not helpful for me. I'm just like, well, I'm just not going to do it then. I'm going to avoid you know, the shame by not doing don't it. Don't avoid the shame. Lean in. I don't want the shame. Uh, uh, All right, well, well that's, that's the thing. You don't want the shame, so you do the thing so you don't get shame. That's still shame. 
I don't want to do it out of avoidance of shame. I want to do it as I'm happy and excited that okay. I am doing this for myself. We have myself. different motivators. Let's do it Your because motivator gonna, is wrong. Uh, it's objectively I wrong. I grew up in a Catholic church and that I, just because it works, Catholicism, that's right. Just because it works, <laughs> does it? I don't think it works for you though. I was going to say just because it works for you doesn't mean it's right. It I doesn't don't, work all the time. It doesn't work for you. And I think that's part of the okay. problem okay, is that okay. you try to use shame to force yourself to do something and you want to <laughs> avoid the shame. Avoiding something is oh, not a good motivator for okay, us. Okay, okay. Let's do it because it's going to make us happy. Yes, perfect. Yeah, perfect. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> what do you tell me about your routine? <laughs> Why are you so disappointed with <laughs> me right like... now? I just think Boy, you have a lot of internalized shame, and you do still use that as a big motivator. Just, and I don't works. see it as healthy for you. It's not healthy, but it does You're get mean results. To my friend Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Only I can do that. <laughs> All right, let's All right. hear your routine. Well, I was going to say, so I've started using my time cube, as I said. It's really successful. I always do the thing where I'm like, well, once I'm in the hyper focus, I should just stay there. But then I do too much and then I come out of it and I'm fussy and I'm hungry mm. and I am I have a headache. I'm not having a good time. And then obviously I want to avoid it the next time because, wow, I remember that that three hours I worked was terrible. Using the time cube and breaking that time up is so, so helpful for me as much as I fight it. it really, I love time cubes. I love it. And uh, maybe we should put post about our time cubes. Yeah. I think we've talked about time cubes before. I think we, you and I use time cubes differently, but I like the way you use your time cube. Well, I just started using it finally, like, mm -hmm. because I, I would use it once in a while, but when's my special day on Wednesday, I don't know what it was on Wednesday, but I just crushed it with my time cube. Nice. So I was going to say, I want to use my time cube for three 20 minute focus sessions every day. But yep. even that I think is too much. I want to try to use my time cube for one 20 minute focus session every day. Just one. What and about then, one 30 minute focus session? No. It's I feel be like 20. 20 minutes, that's like right when you're like dipping your toe but in the meat of it. That's the thing. You make it so low that I can achieve it. And then once I get going, this inevitably, every single time this happens, once I get going, I'm like, ooh, this feels good. I should keep doing this. And then I'm motivated myself instead of having to do it because it's on my task list. I see. So that's one of the things about making your to do or making your routine small, very small and achievable. Anything beyond Set that, that bar low. Yep. Low Any, standards. Anything beyond that is you choosing to do it above and beyond uh, instead of so if I, I, I make see. it if I make it three 20 minute sessions every day. You know, some days that's going to be easy peasy. Some days that might be, you know, a little big, like a Saturday or a Sunday. I just want to have like a set 20 minute like check in time where I know that I'm on top of things. I don't have to feel anxious of it. I know that what needs to be done that day. And then if I want to keep working, I can. And yay, that's a bonus. Look at me go. But if I don't want to, I don't have to. And I've already accomplished my thing. That's fair. So I like that. I'm going to go one 20 one. minute. Focus I'm updating the PDF every day because every day is a hard, I feel like, accomplishment, the everyday thing. Yeah. So I feel like I either need to choose a very low time limit and make it every day or choose a bigger time structure and make it like every other day. So this is the one I'm going for. One 20-minute focus sesh every day, time cube. Boom. Boom. Look at me go. I like it. All right. What's okay. yours? Mine was my bedtime because it's usually like – I'm like, I'm going to be in bed by 9.30 and then it's like 12.30 and I have to get up <laughs> at 5 and it's just – I'm like, why am I so tired in the morning? So ultimately, I want to be have a routine bedtime at 10 p.m., but I'm going to change it. Thank you. I'm going to go 10.30. Nice. In bed, lights off. Okay. Well, just like with the cooking, should you maybe have a start your routine time instead of being in bed? Three times weekly. 
Nice. And my routine, my nightly duty time will be 9.30. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like having that starting time will help you avoid the whole, I can fit this in in 35 minutes. Right. It's like if you have to start at 9.30 every single night, or not have to, you start it at 9.30 every night, then you can't really do that because you've left yourself the full hour that you need. And if you do it a little bit shorter, okay, then you I did could, it. But I you're not relying. Yeah, you're not oh. relying on it. Ooh, give yourself a reward if you do it a little early. Oh, Yeah, I feel like that's the thing. We have to build it in where we can achieve it and then choose to add in little treats and rewards and bonuses for ourselves if we oh, wow. choose to, you know? And I want to try to do this at least three times a week. All right. I think that's, that's a reasonable my, goal. The reasonable goal because I know I won't be able to do it every day. Yeah. And that's okay. Three times weekly is a good starting point. Yeah. I should have written us IEP goals for this. Next time. By August 2023, Kristen, with one or fewer verbal prompts, will be in bed by 10 p.m. with the bed lights off. Oh, with the lights the off. Bed lights with off. the bed lights <laughs> off three times a week. That's your IEP goal. Okay, your IEP goal is time cube. Yep. Perfect, there you go. Perfectly written. <laughs> that is one smart IEP goal. Yep. There you go. Yep. Nailed All right. It. So we'll check in on this the next time we record, maybe? In a couple weeks? In a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. See how we're doing. See how we're doing. All right. Check in. Go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think those are reasonable goals. I'm glad we both kind of adjusted ours a little bit. Same. And if you listeners out there, if you're going to make a small little routine goal for yourselves, yeah, yeah. please let us know and you can write join, us in. join in. And then write us in so then we can hold each other accountable. Yeah. Accountability buddies. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll celebrate each other. Right? We're going we're gonna to call you out on the show. Yep. If you w- want that. And if you don't, we won't. <laughs> yep, that's that's the deal. Yep. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good plan. Yeah, so if you have any uh, routines you want to talk about, you can uh, write us in at wheresafeather at gmail.com. Yeah, if you have any little like tips and tricks for all the things that we just covered and you're like, ooh, I found that this really helps me kind of get going in the morning or whatever it is, yep. let us know because we love those fun little tricks. Always listening for more tips. Always love a good tip. I got a lot of good rollerblading tips from Russ from yeah, Australia. Australia. Australia love loves us. What's Fuck up with that? Australia? Love Australia. You, you know what? Are... Australia loves us. We love Australia. Yeah. You guys are freaks like us. Uh, I love it. Yep. Uh, thanks, Russ, for those rollerblading tips. I'm going to, next time I pound sand on the pavement. <laughs> you shouldn't be going on sand uh, yeah. on the rollerblades. <laughs> That's why I need all those tips. Uh, <laughs> Thank God Russ is here. Um, but yeah, if uh, if you enjoy listening to us, please like, follow, and subscribe. You can give us a review. We take only five stars. Yep, five stars only. And you can also write us in, like we said, at, at the Gmail at weirdsoffeather at gmail.com. You can DM us at Where's a feather on Instagram? And you can also follow us on TikTok and, 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 and I almost forgot we have a Facebook group. Yeah, we do. A um, couple good conversations going on there. We I took a poll and yeah, it's, it's, it's a cute little community. You can follow yep. us on all the socials. Yep. And that's and it. That's You're it. You're going in circles now. <laughs> yeah, I am because I'm ready for the bod. All right. I'm all excited. Right. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this routine episode that really was not routine It wasn't at routine all. at all, but here we are. We're talking about it. Yeah. And we will talk to you guys next week. Yeah. All right. Let's get ready for the bod. Let's fade out on this bod. Yeah. All right. What you got for me?
today's bod is. Oh, shoot. I forgot the picture. The white bellbird. Have you heard of this bird? No. No? Not only does this bird look like it's from South America, mm. like Venezuela area. Looks like it has a giant bugger hanging off its beak. So like already a win in my book. Cool. Uh, it's the loudest bird ever recorded. Whoa. It's fucking loud. So I haven't listened to the call, but I'm excited for it. I figured we can listen together. All right. Oh my, what? That's not a bird. 125 decibels. Sounds like a fire alarm. As loud as a pneumatic drill. That's a bird? Yeah. Are you ready to imitate that? No. No fucking way that's a bird. That's a bird. Sounds like a piece of metal hitting another piece of metal. I'm going to do another one. That was good. All right. Here's another All right. one. Because I just... I don't believe it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't get over this. Real. <laughs> God, it doesn't even sound like it. Sounds like the start to a 80s sitcom. Right. It, sounds, bam, bam, bam. it sounds like a fire alarm. Bam, 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 like the very bam, beginning bam, bam. of the fire alarm. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Oh, no, it's way too low. I feel like I can't even get I can't the even, I metallic don't sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're close. You're close. You're closer. No. This is I think way that was off. my closest one yet. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds like an isolated tone. Like it just sounds like yeah. a single tone. It's, this is a real. We're gonna send. We're gonna. I'm gonna show you the YouTube link. It's gonna be in the show notes because I know some of you are like, "That's not real." It is real. Bum 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 bum. All right. Remember, we're fading out on this. <laughs> I picked this one specifically because I knew it was gonna be the most annoying. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay.